Yo everybody, welcome to That's The Issue, the comic book podcast that gets to know you and the issues that you love. Uh, And this is our podcast within a podcast, which is looking at the biggest comic book releases uh, of the week. I'm trying to make it a little jazzier, a little bit more exciting. So this is the biggest comic book, comic book releases. I didn't mean to echo there, I said it twice, I don't know why. Anyway... Uh, that's the issue, the real show with me and Wes is taking a skip week this week, sometimes life gets in the way, uh, however I'm back uh, as I was last week with my brand new segment which looks at all the biggest comic book releases uh, and here we go, we're going to dive in it's a big week for comics this week I know I've said big quite a lot this so far but bear with me because there is actually a lot of comics coming out this week And I'm going to start with uh, just touching on the fact that it is now October. As I record this, uh, and I probably as you listen, if you're listening on the day it goes up, uh, it is the 11th of October, uh, 10th of October, which means that Halloween is only 21 small days away. Now, I love Halloween. It's my favourite time of year. Uh, and so I love when comics do Halloween specials. So... This week, we've got a couple of Halloween specials. Um, Archie is doing a Halloween Spectacular um, issue one, um, and it's called Get Ready for a Halloween Scare-tacular, um, and it looks like that's going to be pretty good. They've also got um, a another one, which is a Betty and Veronica Halloween Annual Digest as well, which is coming out, so if, you, uh, if you're into that, pick that up. But also, there is Adventure Time, 2017 Spooktacular issue one, uh, which looks awesome as well, uh, and looks like it's going to be like an anthology series uh, where Peppermint Butler is going to be telling us uh, some spooky stories. The front cover looks like he's going to be attacked by some kind of Leviathan, uh, some kind of Lovecraftian beast. Uh, so there we go. But there's also some great horror coming out this week, as we'll see uh, as we dive into the single issues and the trades, which I'll be covering as well. Uh, first up from uh, Aftershock Comics is Baby Teeth number five. Have you guys been reading Baby Teeth? You should be it's awesome um it is uh, by donny cates with uh, gary brown on art and um it's about the antichrist basically and about um what it uh, what it means to be a mother raising a child uh, that happens to be the antichrist there's a lot of humor a lot of heart uh, way more of those two things than i was expecting based on the premise uh, but there we go baby teeth uh, is uh, bringing out number five which might be um nearing the conclusion of the first arc so expect a trade to be coming out very soon as well um, next up, uh, we've got uh, Met Cadet U number three. Uh, it's saying number three of four. Um, I can't imagine there's only going to be four epi- uh, issues of this. Uh, Greg Pak, Takeshi Miyazawa. Um, this is brilliant. It's uh, Pacific Rim mixed with um, God, God knows what. You know, a Shonen Jump kind of manga series. Um, but um, it's really cool. There's a bit of Iron Giant thrown in there for fun as well. Um, it's really worth in, investing your time in. If you can pick up issues one and two, uh, definitely do so uh, and follow along. That's from Boom Studios and that's coming out this week. Um, and, and also we've got, uh, speaking of horror comics, we've got Harrow County number 26. Now I'm sorry to say that I have fallen off Harrow County. Um, it To me, it feels like one of those books. Yeah, it's by Cullen Bunn with uh, Tyler Crook uh, and Art and it feels like one of those staples of the comic book shelves that feels like it's always going to be there and feels like it always has been there a bit like when lock and key was coming out on the regular uh, it's a it's a dependable reliable genuinely interesting fascinating book um, it's a horror series it's kind of got a bit of uh, fairy tale lore mixed up into it as well uh, i've read the first couple of volumes but as i say i've fallen off harrow county number 26 uh, is coming out this week but if you are reading along with it 
it's a brilliant series and I definitely need to keep up and catch up with it for this new um, for this new Halloween season that's upon us because I tell you what I love doing with Halloween I love catching up on all my favourite horror books so Lock and Key I just mentioned um, I'm going to be catching up on uh, Harrow County and I'm also going to be catching up on some Hellboy now this week is a great week for Hellboy fans because we've got Hellboy and the BPRD 1955 Occult Intelligence number 2 um, that's going to be a great series for you uh, if you're enjoying that that's Mike Mignola, Chris Robertson, Brian Chirilla, Dave Stewart and Paolo Rivera uh, created that issue for you and we've also got something special in the trades coming up that I'm going to be talking about in a bit, little bit as well uh, moving on to DC Comics then uh, DC Comics, if you've been following along with the Oz effect how have you been finding that? Like, how have you been finding the the reveal of who um, Oz, uh, Mr. Oz, actually is? There were loads of uh, speculation going around before um, it was actually revealed, and now it hasn't been revealed. Is it a letdown? Is it fulfilled everything you wanted it to fulfil? Um, are you enjoying the series that's following it? Me personally. I'm not that bothered by the actual reveal itself, but the story is lacking a little bit. It feels like they're kind of just throwing ideas back and forth, him and Superman, without actually coming to any kind of conclusion. And you know he's not going to change Superman's mind. You know he's not going to destroy the planet. Um, obviously, half of the enjoyment is getting there, but I don't know whether I'm actually kind of getting that meat from it. Anyway, Action Comics number 989 uh, is coming out this week, if you're into that, uh, if you're enjoying it. Now, something I am super into, but has also got mixed reviews, is Dark Knight's metal number three that's out this week uh, by scott snyder and greg capullo uh, again what are you thinking about this how are your feelings like this series is blowing my mind to be honest i have always i always was a marvel lad growing up um, so I was always deeply into Marvel comics uh, from you know the first moment I picked up an American comic um, all the way through to, to pretty much now. It's only in the last three or four years that I've kind of been deep diving into DC comics and catching up on all the massive events and storylines. So there's still huge gaps in my knowledge when it comes to DC. But even so, even people that love uh, DC Comics are finding themselves stumped by some of the deep cut references that Dark Knight's Metal is, uh, is throwing out there. And I get it. I get that that can be off-putting to some people um, uh, who aren't, you know, if they're not deep into continuity, they just want a DC comic story. I get it. I can understand it. However, this is blowing my socks off, um, as, uh, as my granddad used to say. This is one of those comics that I know is going to be around for a long time, and it's sticking with me from the, the Voltron Justice League um, on the Mongol planet in issue one um, through to uh, last week's, you know, chase through um through the streets of dc universe to hunt down batman and finally capturing him and then all these dark multiverse batmen coming out um to what i'm promising is going to be an even bigger issue number three uh, three of six we're already starting to see these single issues coming out there's none of them coming out this week um but there's just the main dark knights metal number three so if you're into that series then definitely get on board with that one um, a new series uh, that's coming out, a new issue number one. I'm thinking of having like a number one segment of this podcast uh, within a podcast. I'm thinking of kind of throwing around uh, a few ideas for how to kind of mix things up a little bit. Uh, so let me know if you want me to have like a dedicated section of this podcast dedicated just to number ones, because if you like me, I love a good number one. Uh, and this one looks to be good as well. Actually, I have I've read a couple of these already because uh, this is based on the digital line. This is Gotham City Garage number one or Garage. Uh, if you're into that, uh, Gotham City Garage number one, 
um, is all about um, the kind of Elseworlds style um, tales that Bombshells was picking up on, the digital first line from last year. Uh, Bombshells has got a, a sequel series, um, Bombshells United, I think it is. There's an issue of that coming out this week as well. However, if you like uh, your print-only uh, issues, Gotham City Garage um, number one uh, is coming out. It collects the first couple of issue, uh, couple of digital issues, and it's inspired by the DC collectible statue line. It's basically all the characters from DC Comics bombshells. However, um, they're all on motorbikes uh, in like a Mad Max apocalyptic wasteland. It hasn't grabbed me as much as bombshells did, um, but uh, it is an interesting one and worth your time investing in. That's Jackson Lansing, uh, Colin Kelly, Brian Ching. Raphael Albuquerque, Gotham City Garage number one, that's coming out this week. Uh, and also from DC Comics, we've got Mr. Miracle number three of 12. Now, this is a huge series um, in an already packed week for DC Comics. They've got a lot of trades coming out that we'll talk about in a minute as well. Some huge trades, literally and, uh, and metaphorically. Uh, Mr. Miracle number three, however, might be one of the biggest issues uh, for them this week. Tom King, Mitch Durand, Nick Derrington doing the cover. Um, this is stunning. This is absolutely everything I didn't know I wanted from a Mr. Miracle series. Um, if you follow along with the, the new gods, as I said previously, like I'm only just getting into DC Comics, uh, relatively speaking, over the last three or four years. Uh, I've not read a great deal of new gods. I need to dive into it. However, Mr. Miracle number three of 12, this series has been... Um, exploring things that I wasn't expecting a Jack Kirby-inspired Mr. Miracle New God's Tale uh, to be exploring, which is ideas of um, suicide, of depression, of post-traumatic stress, um, of you know questioning your own place in the universe, questioning your own vision of reality and the loved ones that are around you. It's something that a lot of people struggle with. Um, on a you know on a micro scale on a macro scale and this is on a super macro kind of extreme colorful four four color version of that but still it's it tackles things you know it tackles things like that uh, and jack kirby never shied away from tackling the real issues you know his a lot of his focus was on war was on um the death and destruction that can be caused by your fellow man but also the hope the optimism and the overwhelming good of the world as well uh, and so he tackled real things so this does what jack kirby did as well you know it has that kind of inspiration in it anyway um if you are already reading it um brilliant happy days if you're not definitely time to get on board uh, if you love tom king's stuff previously on vision on omega men on um sheriff of babylon this is very much sits right next to them on your comic book shelf so definitely get on board with that uh, also speaking of my um, ineptitude when it comes to uh, dc history ragman number one of six now i don't know um anything about ragman apart from the solicit for this issue um so let me know is he a, is he an old marvel uh, old dc comics character is he a brand new creation uh, this is ray forks and inaki miranda on art and it looks great. Uh, failed mission to raid a tomb in the Israeli desert. War veteran Rory Harper is plagued by the death of his partners. As Rory battles his guilt back in Gotham City, he discovers that what was in that tomb has followed him home and is about to change his life. So Ragman number one of six. So it's a shorter series. But I think what um, 
What I feel like DC Comics and a lot of comics publishers are doing these days is what they used to do is they released an issue number one, brand new issue number one of an ongoing series, and then when it wasn't doing so well, they'd cut it down. What I think they should be doing, and what I think a lot of people have said for a long time now, is that they need to be doing the opposite. They need to be releasing them as limited series, and if they do well, extending them or turning them into an ongoing. It worked with Faith over on Valiant, and I'm hoping that things like Ragman, things like Met Cadet U, they get that uh, backing of fans and supporters behind them purchasing the comics, pre-ordering it. Uh, because yes, I'm not a fan of the whole pre-ordering diamond system. Don't even get me started. But at the same time, you know that is how the system works. If you want your comics to continue to keep doing what they're doing, you've got to be buying them. Um, and so hopefully, um, if Ragman's good, it continues on afterwards. Um, talking of, uh, again, I don't know much about these things. Wildstorm Michael Cray, number one. Say number one of 12. So this is the Wildstorm um, imprint, so to speak, that, um, that Warren Ellis has kickstarted again. And this is um, a offshoot of that, a spin-off of that. I don't know much about Wildstorm. I never read the original Wildstorm comics. Uh, I'm not reading these new ones. However, I need to, but I was kind of, I read the first issue of The Wild, The Wild Storm, and I kind of thought, right, this is good, but this is something that to me needs a good three or four, five, six issues for me to actually kind of dig my teeth into, uh, rather than a month-by-month -month basis, because I wouldn't really know what I was doing with that. However, Wild Storm, Michael Crane, number one of 12. Um, if you're enjoying The Wild Storm, then definitely dive into that as well. Now, moving away from uh, DC Comics, um, Wormwood... Miss, uh, ben Templesmith's Wormwood Gentleman Corpse, Mr. Wormwood Goes to Washington. This looks awesome. This is a horror series. Um, Wormwood Gentleman Corpse, I, I think I've heard of before, but I've not read the original. Uh, is it any good? Have you, have you read it? Let me know, because this is what looks to be a sequel to that series called Wormwood Goes to Washington. It's one of three. Uh, ben Templesmith is, uh, is producing it uh, from IDW Comics. Um, and it looks great. It's uh, it's really uh, look the the series. The front cover looks like a good horror to d dig your teeth into. But there's a bit of political satire, I think, that's going on there as well. Um, so that's a good one to look out for. Um, moving on to Image Comics, a Tomahawk number zero. Now, if you love um, talking of Jack Kirby, if you love that kind of Jack Kirby extremeness, if you love Walt Simonson's work, uh, if you love uh, Tom Scioli's work on Transformers vs. G.I. Joe or Godland or um, his American Barbarian series, then a Tomahawk Zero uh, looks to be um, following on from that tradition. Donny Cates, Donny Cates and Ian Bederman. I don't know if you read the Image Plus magazine, um, but a Tomahawk was highlighted in that for the last couple of issues. And it's definitely worth your time to try and, if not pick up this Zero issue, then definitely pick up those Image Plus series because Every single image, every single page looks like it's ripped straight out of um, a tattoo parlour, basically. Each image is like this kind of badass heavy metal tattoo. Um, and it's um, looking to be a fantastic series. Donny Cates is Midas at the moment. Everything he touches turns to gold. Um, I absolutely love all of his series, uh, like Baby Teeth that we just mentioned. He's going to be working on Thanos with Jeff Shaw, who were the team that worked on... Uh, God Country, which in my mind is the single best series of the year. Come at me, fight me, because that's a brilliant series and I'll stand by it. 
um, and now this is looking to be amazing as well. Uh, this is an oversized collection, still only $5.99, um, but it's of the story originally serialized in Heavy Metal magazine. So this is the complete adventure of the Cyber Zerka and his mightier Tomahawk. Uh, so it's already sounding uh, a little bit Kirby-esque, isn't it? Join them on their quest to free their imprisoned god and find out why Grant Morrison calls it a screaming black hole feedback squall of death metal Kirby cosmic energy spinning straight towards your prefrontal cortex. Now I should have taken a breath before I read that. <gasps> okay, I'm back. Donny Cates and Ian Bederman fought a stylish, super heavy 21st century mythology of blood sentient steel and rebel circuitry, a razor nova of explosive writing and searing visuals that bury themselves deep in your skull, a tomahawk rex. So, I mean, how can you not get on board uh, with something like that? Pick it up in your comic shop, flick through it, and I guarantee you'll want to buy it. Um, Image Comics have also got some more number ones coming out this week. Uh, Family Trade, The Family Trade, issue one, uh, Justin Jordan, Morgan Beam. Um, introducing an all-new ongoing series from the creators of Luther Strode. That name's going to be coming back up in the trades in a minute, so uh, keep here. Steampunk, alchemy and adventure, meet the ocean. On an island city in a world where history didn't quite turn out like ours, a hidden family of spies, thieves and assassins make sure that the world keeps going, or they did until Jessica Wynne, their youngest member, manages to start a civil war. Uh, so that sounds fascinating. That's Family Trade, issue number one. Uh, coming out from Image Comics this week. Uh, the other issue one that's coming out from Image Comics is God Complex number one. Uh, and I'm going to be reviewing this for multiversitycomics.com, uh, so I'll be able to tell you a little more about it over there. Um, but this is looking to take Greek myth and science fiction um, and going hand in hand with a uh, epic story um, in the uh, in the Olympic uh, tradition. Paul Jenkins, Hendry Prosetia, in the futuristic city of Delphi, a young digital forensics investigator named Seneca finds himself embroiled in the bizarre murders of three church acolytes. Guided by his cryptic mentor, the ruler named Hermes, Seneca uncovers a stunning conspiracy and a mystery that will turn his entire world upside down. From writer Paul Jenkins and artist Henry Prosetia comes a unique vision of a digital future powered by mythological gods. Now I studied ancient history and archaeology at university and there's loads of teasers and keywords and clues hidden right in that solicit so i know there's going to be a lot of interesting information in that god complex number one uh, paul jenkins uh, is a solid writer as well i don't know much about hendry prosecchia but uh, his art looks very good in the solicit so far anyway so I'll definitely be picking that one up as well now another one uh, that um, i covered on multiversity comics is retcon uh, which is a brand new series uh, issue number one came out last month issue number two is out this uh, this week Matt Nixon, Toby Cypress. Now, the original solicit for issue number one stated that this was a um, this was a reboot of a series that never existed, which already piqued my curiosity. And the fact that it's called Retcon, there's implications uh, in the back matter of issue one that uh, speaks about the fact that the same story is going to be repeating itself over and over. The characters themselves are going to be embroiled in some kind of time distortion, time loop, or they use... They're government agents that use time to their advantage to ensure that history is going the way they want it to. Um, something like that. It's not That wasn't made explicit in the actual text of the issue itself, um, but the issue itself was still fascinating and there was a many, many layers to it uh, and it was worth looking back on it. Anyway, head to multiversitycomics.com uh, and look for retcon number one if you want to read further uh, thoughts of mine on that issue. Retcon number two is coming out this week. Um, uh, the storyline is called Shadow Run. 
and the solicit states he's not a terrorist, he didn't bomb the church, but it sure looks like it. Binder must find a way to convince the NYPD that he has become the target of a plot going all the way up to General Swan. Uh, so again, try and pick up issue one. It probably um, it's probably not that hard to find uh, if you uh, if you want to find it in your local comic shop. Uh, pick that up or go online onto Comicsology and uh, and give that a read before picking up this one because I think you're going to need to uh, you're not going to be able to miss issues. You're not going to be able to skip them. Uh, another one that I desperately want to push uh, to you. Uh, if I can convince you to pick up any issue uh, in this uh, episode uh, of the show, it's Scales and Scoundrels number two. So Sebastian Gurner uh, is writing, Galad is um, on the art, and it's absolutely gorgeous, amazing series. I am comparing it to Bone, and that is a massive, massive statement. So take that with a pinch of salt if you want. However, this is um, wonderful. Um, I say all ages, but I don't want people to take the negative connotations of that because I think taking anything negative from the term all ages is ridiculous anyway but some people think that all ages means it's just for kids it's for all ages it's right there in the title anyway this is something that you can read with your kids or read on your own or pick up and enjoy exactly like bone um, and it has that issue number one came out last month and it has that element of the start of something big the start of a fantastic adventure that's up and coming uh, and I definitely want to push that Scales and Scoundrels is a really, really good series. So Scales and Scoundrels issue two is coming out today. It's not too late to pick up issue one. It might be. Um, I don't know. I think it was very popular. However, try and track it down if you can. If not, I'm sure you could pick up issue number two uh, and you could dive straight into the action. You'd be missing uh, out on the first issue. But uh, But definitely, definitely pick this series up. Um, over for IDW then, um, we've got Dan Dare number one. Now, do you, uh, Titan, sorry, Titan Comics is publishing this. Uh, Dan Dare number one. Now, do you do you guys know about Dan Dare? Do you know who he is? It's uh, he's a really really old character. I remember when I was a kid going into the local bookshop that had all these little uh, digests. Now, um, obviously, as you can tell by my uh, my accent. Uh, I grew up in uh, in the UK, um, but I know that you guys have Archie Comics digests, which are smaller digests than the uh, the original Runaway series. Brian K. Vaughan uh, that came out um, in a um, in a digest format as well, and um, I remember those series in my comic book shop, and they had all the old Dan Dare stories in there. There was like Roy of the Rovers, which is like a a football or sorry soccer. Uh, series that I was never too into. Dan Dare always blew me away. There was Book Rogers, there was Dennis the Menace, uh, not that Dennis the Menace, the British version, the real one, and Dan Dare uh, as well was also thrown into all that. Um, but um, but yeah, he's a British hero, uh, and Peter Milligan, Alberto Fuchs, and Christian Ward are bringing him back uh, for a brand new series. Um, is it something I'm, I'm personally interested in? I don't know, I'll give it a shot. I'll give the first one. Christian Ward is absolutely fantastic. Um, he's doing the cover only for this, um, but uh, I'll definitely be checking it out from Titan Comics. That's Dan Dare issue number one. Um, and finally, in the uh, single issues, um, is Fighting American number one. Now, this is, again, um, a 
a classic hero, an American hero this time, but it's Simon and Kirby, uh, Joe Simon and Jack Kirby. I don't know much about the fight in American, uh, apart from, you know, the kind of the history of the character a little bit. Um, but Gordon Rennie, Duke Mighton, Terry Dodson are bringing back Fight in American. Uh, number one, that's out this week from Titan Comics again. And it's a direct continuation, so it's not a reboot. Um, it's not a reimagining or anything like that. It seems like they're just picking up where Simon and Kirby left off with a Fight in American series that's coming out. Other things to look out for this week, uh, Marvel Comics are kicking off uh, their Marvel Legacy uh, line in full steam. Uh, so they've got uh, Amazing Spider-Man, Despicable Deadpool. They seem to be the uh, the biggest uh, Marvel Legacy releases, 989 and 287 uh, issue numbers respectively. And Falcon number one. So if you enjoyed Sam Wilson's arc uh, during Secret Empire, which to me was the most interesting part, I thought, uh, I thought Sam Wilson was ideally the best character uh, or the character with the best arc during Secret Empire, which wasn't a great series, if you want my honest opinion. However, Falcon number one sees him uh, don the uh, the wings and the uh, the red and black suit again. Is that a good move for his character? What do you know? Uh, what do you think? Let me know. Um, you know, do you feel like he's taken a step back from being Captain America? Uh, his character's taken a, a massive step backwards, or do you think it's the it's the future for the character? Um, either way, Falcon number one uh, is also coming out from Marvel Comics this week as well. Now, on to trade paperbacks. If you're a trade waiter or a hardcover waiter or an omnibus collector, this is a big week for you. So we have got um, some huge comics coming out from DC, uh, but we start with... Um, Aftershock and we start with Animosity Trade Paperback um, Volume 2. Now if you've been reading Animosity, it's uh, an awesome series. Marguerite Bennett, uh, Raphael de la Tour uh, have reimagined or imagined what it's like if the animals uh, join together and turn on us. It's kind of a horror series, uh, but I think there's there's more to it than that. Not that uh, not to disparage the term horror, because uh, obviously there's a lot of nu nuance with that. Um, but I don't think this is a, a story that fits into... Um, that category very cleanly. I think there's a lot more. Uh, there's a lot more uh, to it that I think is definitely um, worth um, worth picking up on. And uh, the solicit for this one uh, is states that this is one comic you can't afford to miss. And that's from Alice Castle, uh, a co-writer of mine on uh, MultiversityComics.com. So definitely worth picking up Animosity Trade Paperback Volume Two uh, if you've uh, if you've been following the series at all. Um, and also we've got uh, Lady Castle trade paperback. Uh, I missed this in the single issue, so I'll definitely be picking up the trade of it. Um, it uh, seems to be a um, fun series um, that kind of does uh, what a few other series have doing, like Rat Queens, like uh, Another Castle, um, like uh, a few others of its type, where it tries to subvert your expectations and subvert the patriarchal um, norms that we've come to um, know and come to just get used to um, in uh, fantasy fiction especially uh, and so this is when all the men in man castle get eaten by a dragon the women take over uh, there's a long solicit to it uh, definitely worth uh, definitely worth your time definitely worth picking up it looks awesome the art's amazing it's ashley a woods and becca farrow um, boom studios that have released it um, definitely worth picking up the series um, trade paperback to see what that's all about now we talked about harrow county issue 26 that's coming out this week harrow county volume 6 is also out so if you're a trade waiter you've also got a little bit of something awesome to look forward to as well um harrow county volume 6 collects issues 21 to 24 again cullen bunn tyler crook um 
All this means to me is that I've got six volumes of an awesome series to catch up on. And then some, because obviously 26 is out this week. If this only collects up to issue 24, you know what um, you know what these uh, trade paperbacks are like. They're Moorish, they're addictive. Um, if you're anything like me, you can whiz through them as quick as possible. So Harrow County Volume 6, I'm coming for you. I'll be reading you very soon. As, long as, as soon as I've read your five brothers and sisters that have come before you. Now... Also from Dark Horse Comics, um, speaking of Halloween, speaking of horror issues, horror stories, Hellboy in Hell Library Edition hardcover. Have you been collecting the hardcover editions, uh, the, the library editions of Hellboy? Um, I know a friend of mine had been collecting them. They look absolutely stunning. It really shows off the artwork uh, from Mignola and others. Uh, Hellboy in Hell is Mike Mignola and Dave Stewart on the art this time round. But this is looks gorgeous now i am not a collector of the library editions but i will be a collector of the new chronological trades that are coming out soon from uh, from hellboy that are collecting all of the hellboy story in chronological order i'll be picking them up because again hellboy and the mignola verse is not something i'm deeply uh, knowledgeable about which is ridiculous it's absolutely bonkers because hellboy and the bprd and the mo the hellboy movies and anything mike mignola does is right up my street so why have i not been picking it up the reason is probably because i'm a little bit daunted there's a lot of hellboy series out there there's a lot of material to digest and i've read the first two three four volumes of hellboy you know cd destruction onwards and there's some amazing series in that and every time i was reading it i was getting excited big smile on my face you know kind of reading it in bed at night kind of scaring myself with the artwork hellboy and hell is uh, deep into the chronology of this of the series so it's not something i'm going to be reading straight away but a deluxe oversized hardcover i've seen some of the art for hellboy and hell and it's absolutely the the pinnacle of um you know amongst the the higher echelon of the hellboy stories so that's out this week so if you're into that definitely pick it up now dc comics have got a huge week for omnibus uh, and trade collectors starting off with absolute authority hardcover volume one that's warren ellis brian hitch this is the story this is the series that kicked off uh, that inspired things like the ultimates which ultimately pun intended uh, inspired the avengers movies so none of that would be around if it wasn't for the authority and authority hardcover volume one is coming out 75 dollars, but you can get it for 60 uh, in certain places so you need to be picking that up it collects the authority 1 to 12 and planetary the authority mix now i've got the planetary omnibus it's absolutely stunning warren ellis and john cassidy so i'm going to be picking this up to sit alongside it as well uh, absolute authority hardcover volume one um, following that up, um, if you are enjoying the uh, Rebirth era of DC Comics, then they've got Batman and the Flash, uh, the Button Deluxe Edition hardcover. I don't know about you, I found this a uh, bit of a tease, bit of a bit of a letdown. I don't really want to use that, but Joshua Williamson, uh, Jason Fabok, and uh, and Tom King, and uh, the artist on uh, the Flash, whose name is escaping me right now. However. Batman, The Flash, The Button, Deluxe Edition Hardcover. Um, if you enjoyed that story, it collects issues 21 and 22 of the Batman series and 21 and 22 of the Flash series, which feels like a lifetime ago now. We're in the mid-30s. You know, this is the, the fortnightly schedule for you. That's right, I use fortnightly. It's an English word and I enjoy it. Um, Batman, The Flash, The Button, uh, it started off... Um, 
discussing the idea of um, the Watchmen tease from the end of DC Comics, uh, DC Universe Rebirth number one, the one shot from uh, last year. However, this dives into it a little bit more, um, only a little bit more though. It starts off with the button and then jumps off to something else entirely. And in fact, in provides a bit of closure and a capstone on the Flashpoint storylines, if uh, if you can believe it. Uh, did you even realise you needed closure on that? Did you want to just repress the memory of it and push it away, uh, like your therapist told you to do? Well, tough luck, because this series has brought out that uh, issue, um, that storyline again for you. So unfortunately, you know, if you if you didn't enjoy it, then, you know, just we've got... Um, if you didn't think it provided all the Watchmen stuff for you, we've got Doomsday Plot coming up next month, which is uh, is guaranteed to blow your socks off. Did you see the preview from uh, New York Comic Con uh, this week? <whistles> Amazing. Looks brilliant. It's got Rorschach coming up in it. What? So that looks really good. Batman, The Flash, The Button Deluxe Edition Harkover is coming out this week, if that, was, uh, if that was your bag, baby. This is absolutely my bag, this next one, though, and that is The Demon Trade Paperback by Jack Kirby. I don't know much, but I know that The Demon is awesome. This is Etrigan, uh, The Demon, and Jason Blood, um, and it's just good, classic, awesome Jack Kirby comics. Um, now, this is this is Halloween as far as I'm concerned. I'm going to be getting this trade paperback, and much like I do with Claws every Christmas, I'm going to be reading this one every Halloween. Demon by Jack Kirby. It collects the entire original 16-issue series. There was only ever 16 issues that Jack Kirby produced. Um, $30 um, full price. This will get you uh, all 16 issues of the Demon. Uh, well worth your time. Well worth your money. DC Comics this year have been knocking it out of the park when it comes to trades for uh, for uh, Jack Kirby's work. They've had Mr. Miracle series. I'm sure they're going to be bringing out more new gods. I think they had Forever People as well. However, Demon by Jack Kirby. Um, that's a great series to be reading along with. Talking of great series, we've got The Flash by Mark Wade, uh, Trade Paperback Volume 3. That's sat, Volumes 1 and 2 are sat on my shelf, ready and waiting for me to read them because I've never dived into Mark Wade Flash stuff. I know how awesome it is. Um, me and Wes spoke to Kieran Sheak about his love of uh, Mark Wade's Flash and Wally West Flash specifically. Um, and I, So I know how good it is, uh, but I've just not dived into it. If you are a fan of it though, or if you're exploring it for the first time like me, Volume 3 is out this week as well. Now, another massive hardcover uh, coming out, an omnibus hardcover, is the entire Justice League Dark Side War saga. So talking of Jack Kirby's new gods. Uh, this was the latest reimagining of those characters uh, envisioned by Jeff Johns with Jason Fabach and um, I'm sure a bunch of other artists as well. This title collects Justice League issues 40 to 50, a story from DC Comics Divergence number one and the Dark Side War specials starring Batman, The Flash, Green Lantern, Superman, Lex Luthor and Shazam. So $75 will get you that full complete story. Um, I read bits of it i read a little bit of it a little bit here and there so i'll be picking this up to have a read through it um i you know you you your mileage may vary on jeff johns um i enjoy the stuff that i read of jeff johns i loved uh, dc universe rebirth i've enjoyed the previous rebirths that came the flash and green lantern before that uh, when he's on he's on fire sometimes i feel like some of his stories aren't don't grab me as much as they as i feel like they should do and that was the same with his justice league work however a lot of people have said dark side war is the highlight of that run um, so it's something I'll be definitely picking up, especially when you can read it uh, in such a uh, easy to uh, easy to digest 
uh, one volume. Um, and then also another omnibus hardcover that's coming out is the Justice League by Giffen and Demetrius Run. Now, I don't know about you, taking a little bit of a tangent for a minute, what I tend to do with um, with comics is I find a comic series I really want to dive into. So to me, that was Justice League uh, International. And I thought, yeah, I'm going to read that. But then I, I read that it spins out of DC uh, event called Legends. So I was like, right, I'm going to read Legends. And Legends was uh, the first major event that came after Crisis and on Infinite Earths. Now, me and my stupidity about two or three years ago thought the best place to dive into DC Comics as a newbie was... Uh, was to read Crisis on Infinite Earths. Turns out that was the worst possible place to start. However, the fact that DC Comics Legends came straight after that, I thought to myself, oh, that's fine. That's the next kind of logical step in the series. Really enjoyed DC Comics Legends, uh, but it was a big series with all its spin-offs as well. The actual core of it was, uh, was quite tight, and it introduced... Um, Justice League by Giffen and Demetrius because uh, it ended the previous JLA run. Um, but it also introduced John Ostrander's Suicide Squad, which is another amazing series that I need to get into. Um, so I thought, yeah, this is great. So I read Legends, and then I never ended up getting into Justice League International or Suicide Squad. And that's that's always the way with me. I want to read something like it's a book, or I want to watch a film or something. But I think, right, I need to. I need to catch up on everything previous to this before I dive into it. So I'll catch up on all the previous stuff and then I never actually read the thing that I wanted to read. However, Omnibus Hardcover, um, Justice League, Giffen and Demetrius um, is uh, collect Justice League 1 to 6 and then the title switched titles, uh, the issue switched, switched titles to Justice League International with issue 7. So the series goes from 7 to 25. Justice League of America changed titles again to 26 to 46. Justice League Europe 1 to 21. Suicide Squad 13, Justice League International Annual Number 1 to 3, Justice League America Annual Number 4, and Justice League Europe Annual Number 1, and more, it says. Um, so there's a hell of a lot coming in this issue, uh, in this hardcover. However, if you want to get on board with that series, that's potentially the best way of doing it. Now, that is uh, $99, it says on here. That's the full price for it. I'm sure you can uh, get some good deals somewhere if you look around for it. Um, but that is um, the series that's coming out. Um, it's the Omnibus Hardcover Volume 1. Uh, so there's more to it as well uh, that's coming out. Uh, but here we go anyway. So that was that, uh, if you're interested in that one. Uh, following on from that then, so that was DC's massive week. Um, I hope that was a lot. To, that was enough to keep you going. Um, moving on to IDW, they've got Ghostbusters Interdimensional Cross Rip Hardcover. Um, so that is where the Ghostbusters of the comic series meet the Ghostbusters of the cartoon series. Um, and that's, um, that collects uh, the Get Real miniseries. Uh, the 2015 annual and the Ghostbusters International. Now, as far as I'm concerned, our IDW have been producing some awesome franchise comics. They've got Ghostbusters, they've got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, they've got Transformers, they've got Power Rangers. Have they got Power Rangers? No, that's boom. Uh, but anyway, IDW have been bringing out some amazing um, continuations of these franchises. They're also getting Sonic next year, Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, with the original uh, writer from Archie Comics, Ian Flynn. I cannot wait for that because if you've ever tried reading um, Sonic comics, Sonic the Hedgehog comics from Archie, um, you'll know that they are they are painful to get into. Uh, painful is a bit of a strong word, but they are difficult. They're deep... Um, continuity, deep chronology, deep canon uh, to be sinking your teeth into that sometimes issue 100 to issue 200 
harkens back to issues three, four, and five. So, you know, you, you can keep diving into those if you want to. However, all of that slate is wiped clean and it gives you the opportunity to follow along from the very beginning, a brand new reboot, brand new continuity of what I think are still genuinely fascinating characters like Sonic and Knuckles and uh, Robotnik. I'm not calling him Eggman. I don't care how often you want me to. However, that's for then Ghostbusters uh, Interdimensional Crossrip uh, hardcover. Also, uh, coming out from Image Comics is Luther Strode, the complete series hardcover, $49.99. This is Justin Jordan and Trad Moore. Um, again, a series that looks amazing. I have read a couple of issues of it and then I've just not. I, I, there's, there's so much out there, guys. Please don't have a go at me. I don't know how people... You know, I don't know how people can read all of these comics. There's so many amazing series out there. Anyway, Luther Strode, this is another one of those examples that gives me no excuse uh, to not dive into Luther Strode. I know that Kyle, uh, who I do uh, Super Comic Battle Wars with, is a massive Luther Strode fan, a massive Tradmore fan just generally. And so I know he'll be punching me, the, me in the back of the head if he ever sees me for the fact that I've never re read this. However, this series, this volume collects everything so it collects the strange talent of luther strode one to six the legend of luther strode one to six and the legacy of luther strode one to six uh, so there's no excuse for me not to dive into that so that's justin jordan trad moore uh, 49.99 uh, moving on then if you're a fan of walking dead now i've been collecting the um the oversized hard covers for these um i have got looking at my shelf one two three four, i've got the first eight volumes and now i'm reading that this week volume 14 is coming out uh, so i am far behind me and my wife need to really pick up our game the last one we bought um was actually when we we're on honeymoon we went to um did a deep south trip um and we went to sonoya in georgia which is where they uh, filmed a lot of it at the actual um town um, in Sonoya is um, is where they filmed uh, Woodbury uh, from series three, and uh, and we bought the latest volume that was out then, so that was volume eight. And we thought, oh yeah, brilliant! You know, we've got it from the exact, you know, from the the Walking Dead official Walking Dead merchandise shop, you know, that you uh, that they've got there, and it's awesome. And so we bought volume eight, thinking, yeah, this is brilliant. We're getting on getting on board with it again. And then life has gotten in the way. It, volume fourteen is coming out this week. Robert Kirkman, Charlie Adelard. Um, this is um, with the Whisperer War, so I've been reading, you know, I've read, read bits here and there, so I have kind of followed up with it. This collects issues 157 to 168, uh, so if you're waiting on the trades or waiting on the hardcovers, now's your time to strike. October 11th is when volume 14 comes out. Also coming out from Image Comics is Seven to Eternity. Have you been reading this series? It's amazing. Um, Rick Remender and Jerome Pena have produced something incredible with seven to eternity now volume one um was awesome when that came out uh this collects um issues five to eight um so it's a they're quite small uh trades that are coming out however it services the story to have uh, issues one to four in one volume and issues five to eight in another rick remender jerome apania have um started this epic um you know lord of the rings-esque journey um, across uh, this bizarre fantasy wasteland, this apocalyptic world uh, where they're trying to um, save um, save the, the whole world from darkness. Uh, and this is the second chapter. So if you're waiting on the trades for that, now's your time to strike. Uh, and finally, um, there's a couple other trades coming out from Marvel, but the only one I want to focus on is Marvel Horror Magazine Collection trade paperback. Now, again, 
I love me some Halloween stuff, so this is something that's definitely going on my pool list. This uh, is a horror magazine. It's collecting um, lavishly illustrated tales of horror, so it says here, and it's got Blade, it's got Dracula, it's got zombies, it's got Satana, it's got uh, Gabriel Devil Hunter, it's got Lady Demon, uh, Mannequin, uh, Haunt of Horror and the Vault of Evil, Creepy Classics, so this is Marvel Previews number 3, 7 to 8, 12 and 16, Haunt of Horror Magazine from 1974, issues 1 and 2, Monsters Unleashed, the original series from 1973, issues 3 to 9, and Bizarre Adventures 25 and 33. So this is some classic, classic, deep Marvel cut. Um, you'll know that because Blade is not wearing his black leather that Wesley Snipes popularised. He's wearing his bright orange trench coat. He's wearing his green trousers. He's wearing his green mask. And he's carrying around his massive stake, um, yeah, so to speak. Uh, so this is uh, some of the uh, creators in this. There's plenty of them. There's Chris Claremont. There's Tony DeZuniga and Gene Colan, just to name a few. Uh, $34.99 that is um, this week uh, for Marvel Trades and that's it, it's a huge week for comics, what are you interested in, what are you going to be buying, what have I missed, uh, what comics are coming out uh, that I haven't mentioned, let me know uh, in the comments, send me, in, uh, send me an email, that's the issue podcast at gmail.com, get in touch with me uh, at Matt Loon, M-A-T-T-L-U-N-E. Uh, or you can get in touch with uh, with the show itself on Twitter at That's The Issue. Uh, and you can also follow along to this and all the other podcasts and any occasional writing that I do over at my blog, which is awesomesourcecomics.com. That's source, S-O-U-R-C-E, as in your source for all things awesome. Uh, that's it for me this week, uh, and I'll see you next week. Thank you. Goodbye. X-Men.